It's the Big Wake Up Call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and it's that time once again we head on over to the World News Center and say hello to Bill McCormick. Hello, Bill McCormick. Well, hello, Ryan Gatenby. How are you this wonderful day? I'm feeling great. I have to say, I'm feeling the same. You know, went through some stuff. Now I'm out the other side and feeling good about it. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, that's exactly uh, what you want. No, yeah, yeah. You, you, you want, you want. If you got to go through what I went through, you want to come out with answers and good news. And so far, that's exactly where we're at. So I'm going. I'm happy with it. Um, let's let's talk about somebody who might. I don't know if anyone's happy about this. Disney and Marvel uh, have run into some issues. Uh, the movie Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings is the first all-Asian movie released as a superhero movie. It's based pretty religiously on the comic right. books. Um, and the star I, of the movie was the first um, full Asian person recently to uh, host SNL. Yes, and it was it's a great movie. For, for those of you who have not seen Shang Li and the Legend of the Ten Rings, it's an action-backed adventure. Sure, it's got the Marvel thing at the end where it wimps out and suddenly brings in a giant creature for everyone to battle like where did that come from what happened to the rest of the movie yeah but um whatever that's marvel that's how they do things um but the movie's really good and it's doing very well except in china is it banned in china in parts of china yeah it's uh it is partly because of aquafina she's a woman showing that she's capable and uh she's not subservient to anyone i love aquafina I, I do too and in the movie she's a smart mouth um, she's kind of the comedic oil for the film. Sure. But, but she also, uh, she comes when need, when, when needs be, she turns into this warrior. She actually goes and studies and learns how to become an archer. And that's and, what they uh, don't want to show in China is Aquafina. Yeah, but it's kind of Aquafina and a couple of other things. Um, hmm. the, uh, the boy rebelling against his father, that's a kind of a no, no over in China. Um, and, and well, the boy actually kind of ends up killing his dad, but you know, Hey, little things like that. Um, you know, the, the family disrespect kind of thing. Um, and the fact that, uh, in the movie, Shang Li's, uh, sister or Shang Chi's sister is, um, running a, uh, fighting ring and some illegal operations and having a woman in charge of what would be the men's uh, mafia or the men's crime system. Men should be in charge of all illegal operations. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not going to go th- because it, it has happened before, correct? That they have done some editing to please China because they feel it's such an important market. They're not going to do it for this, are they? I think they are, and, and they may have already. Mm. Um, I don't get the Chinese Newsweekly, you know, like Variety. I just here. don't like the, uh, the the Chinese government basically dictating how we make art. Yeah, it, I, I don't like any government dictating how we make art. Well, that's true, art. too. But uh, it, this is, you know, this is like this is literally a movie celebrating... Asian culture, Asian mythos, uh, it's deeply into the thing. It has some fun with the, I don't know if you remember Iron Man 3 with the Mandarin. Um, they just, they actually just kill that trope and kill that whole point of the movie. And it's really funny the way they do it. Um, and, um, you know, he's, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. It's an exciting movie. It's a, definitely an edge of your seat kind of film. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to care that the cast is all Asian. It's just a really good cast that does their parts really, really well. And, um, you know, and, and I like the fact in the movie Aquafina and Shang-Chi are friends. They support each other. 
They, um, there's no love interest. There's no deep romantic kisses under the clouds or anything like that. They're just friends, known each other since they were kids, and they will always be there for each other's back. So and if they, she's the uh, if she's the comic relief in the film, would you say it's kind of a buddy comedy, a buddy uh, there picture? Is, there, there is out there are elements of a buddy comedy in it. Uh, fortunately, they didn't go that route for the whole thing. Yeah, but. Uh, <clears throat> For different such different setups to it, as they go into different scenes, yes, they do kind of have it as a good co- or buddy comedy thing, um, and uh, especially when they're they're trying to find a, they're trying to find a, an address in uh, in China, and uh, they're you know they're kind of walking around the streets and just, he's got his little address card, and you know they're kind of going back and forth, and it, it turns out it's just this completely abandoned building, and when he gets there, it turns out they. Uh, they trick him into signing a piece of paper that says he's going to be fighting in the main event that night. All right. <laughs> so this is, uh, this some, is somebody Dis- saw him on YouTube, you know, Disney plus is this one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It should be out on Disney plus by now. It was theater only for a while, but I think it's on Disney plus now. All right. I'll have to check uh, that out. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a, it's a really good movie. It's just funny. It's like, you know, at some point it's like, what do we have to do to please you China? You know, I mean, there's, they're still kind of, the Mulan, the original Mulan cartoon, they, that got killed over there. Really? The new, the new live action Mulan, which, by the way, is very good, but uh, it's you, if you if you're looking for it to be the cartoon, which China had some real issues with it, and I think the biggest issue they had with it is that the male warrior was kind of finding himself having feelings for Mulan, but he didn't know Mulan was a girl. Oh, so that, okay. That, you know, so that meant that this man was having bisexual fantasies about one of his soldiers. And that didn't went over like a lead wow. balloon in China. <laughs> and that's not normally a theme you get in a cartoon, but there you go, Disney. Just throw that one right out there. All right. I will have to check those out after I'm finished watching uh, eight hours of the Beatles complaining. Yeah. I, I, well, you know me, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. Um, I don't hate, I don't hate them. It isn't like I'm anti Beatles or anything else. It's just, as I got exposed to rock and roll when I was a kid, um, it was, it was kind of the Stones, the Kinks, uh, the rougher edge stuff, you know, and the Beatles just kind of never really clicked with me. And um, I, I, like my, I like my bands nasty and mean. <laughs> and uh, Well, then you would love this documentary because it's them being nasty and mean to each other. Yeah, I, I'm actually signed up for something on Facebook. Uh, it's a Yoko Ono fan page. <laughs> uh, uh, a couple of people uh, uh, I follow or whatever on, on, uh, on Facebook, they put out a, a book and a compendium and all this kind of stuff on Yoko Ono. So I'm just kind of following. I haven't quite haven't got up the money to um, go buy it and check it out. But some people are telling me it's actually pretty cool. Well, this movie like is that. a revelation as far as people who think Yoko has anything to do with it. She's there for most of the sessions, but she's reading the paper. She's going through her mail. She's paying bills. Linda McCartney's there. They're just talking, but in no way are they interfering with the, with the music the Beatles are making. They're, they're just hanging out. Yeah, and uh, several people have said that, and I know the Elvis brothers, you're, you're fans of them, uh, both Graham and Brad have been, yeah. um, you know, saying that they, they love the movie because it shows that, you know, the myth about Yoko busting up the Beatles was just complete crap. Yeah. So that, that's where it going. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage is in theaters, and uh, yeah. it was going to tank, and everyone hated it, and because it's kind of a grindcore horror film um for you kids at home that means the horror is pretty over the top um not something you expect from a superhero movie these days and but it's now it's on its way to being one of the highest grossing films of all time so 
don't worry about it flopping. That's um, pretty amazing that it's doing that well at the box office in the in in 2021. Yeah, it it did very very well in the box office. Um, a friend of mine went and saw it at uh, I think it was at an AMC theater, and uh, uh, he like the experience was nice. He said they were doing social distancing as best they could do it. He said, but uh, the thing that caught him was that the theater was just packed. He goes, it was Wednesday, like four o'clock in the afternoon, and there was a line to get in. Hmm. He's like, and this was like two weeks after it came out. Um, so he was like, well, I guess you know people are going to like it. And, he said he saw it, and then he liked it a lot, so he told his wife, and she and him have similar tastes. So then they went back together and saw it again, and then they got some of their friends and went and saw it a third time. So this guy's been responsible for almost a dozen ticket sales just by himself. And um, wow. that seems to be the response people are having. He said, he goes, the CGI scene at the end is a little over the top, but it's venom, and it's just like complete venom, you know? He's like you just get these creatures at their absolute best and they're violent and vicious and they're going to kill each other. And he was, it's kind of what you want out of a Venom movie. You know, it's not, it's not really a good cop, bad cop kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> well, I had the, I had the DVD and the Blu-ray like a month before it came out. So, <laughs> so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Here. If you know where to go, you will always get the, um, the DVD. Yeah. Um, the Eternals is still chugging along with it. it it hasn't done bad, but it hasn't done good. It did better in Europe. It did good in China. Uh, people really seem to like it there. Um, it, uh, you know, they've been sitting on this movie since January 2020 because of COVID. Uh, it was supposed to come out in the summer of 2020. And so they've been sitting on this thing, fully wrapped, fully produced, all the CGI done for over a year, year and a half. And then they were afraid that some of the scenes would no longer play well because they were kind of timely for the time, which is something I always tell people never to do when I'm in my writing classes because I'm like, if you time something specifically, you know, and on this day, you know, President so-and-so said such-and-such, that times your book. That means right. anything that, you know, from everything on, everything that goes on afterward is put in that time frame. And, you know, you're stuck there. That's where everything has to happen. Um, and it's, you know, and it's like Chekhov's gun, uh, for those who don't know the theory. Says if you bring a gun into a story, then it has to be used. Nothing can be brought into a story if it's not used. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just a wasted. You're just wasting people's time. And um, the Eternals had a couple of side reps in there that were meant to be funny. One of them was kind of a rip on uh, Henry Cavill's Superman, which now <laughs> doesn't look like. It, well, now it may happen again. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but it. Uh, you know, they're making jokes at the, at the expense of the DC universe and a couple of different things. And those would have been really funny coming out right around Zack Snyder's, you know, coming around Justice League or something else. But now, you know, a lot of a lot of things have happened since then. And With such a lag time and it's sitting so long before release, you think there would be the temptation to go back in and, and tinker with things and do a little more editing? Uh, from what I heard, they kind of just said no. Uh, it is what it is. Um, it's an introduction film to 10 characters simultaneously. Yeah. You know, what do you tinker with? You know, then you go back and sandwich in things that relate to uh, movies that have come out since then. Yeah. Who knows? It, they didn't do that. They, they didn't really tinker with it. They just left it as is. And when they got a chance to release it, they released it. And they did a pretty good PR campaign to get it going. Um, they did more for that film than I've seen, you know, them do for a lot of other films because the other films kind of get an organic rush on the internet and get an organic rush people talking about them and the Eternals did not 
So they kind of had to go out there and give it give it a push. Uh, like I said, it's doing well overseas. Uh, didn't do much here in America. Um, yeah, well, I've had America, the DVD for like you know fifteen months. So, <laughs> well, then you know why it didn't do well in America. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man, Spider Man No Way Home is coming out, and uh, I've seen a, a ton. You know, and that's something. I haven't seen recently, you know, a lot of publicity, but I'm seeing uh, billboards for that all over the place. Yeah, um, this movie, Marvel wasn't really sure what was going to happen with this movie. It's the, it was supposed to be the end of the Sony contract and the end of a lot of different things. Yeah. And when they started showing rushes of the movie to the investors and to the people who were behind the scenes, and they showed it to some critics, and our friend Jenna Bush being one of those people, um, and they were these everyone, two of one, was like, Oh my God. And they can't, you know, they're obviously sworn to secrecy. They're not saying anything that's going on in the movie, but when the ticket sales, they actually, they broke the internet, but when the tickets went live on uh, Fandango, they, you couldn't get online to order them. They mm-hmm. just simply, they just shut that whole thing down. And when they did finally get it up, they actually went and got a couple more servers. I don't know how big, but you know, you know, it's not like you're going down to Best Buy to get You know, a couple of gigs. These people are getting, hundreds of terabytes weren't we talking and, about this last week that people were paying like a thousand dollars for advanced tickets yeah yeah and um uh, don't do that marvel, yeah marvel disney and uh you know and everyone is saying please don't do that sony's saying don't do it there's like legitimate places to buy tickets we've got there's a couple of resellers out there that are authorized by the company to do it and that you can get the tickets for like a five dollar more you know which is fine you're going to spend that on popcorn anyway so you don't care that much um they seem to have gotten a grip on it and uh, shut down some of the resellers with the $1,000 tickets. But apparently those guys were making bank. Um, uh, allegedly, one guy had uh, six pairs of tickets, and he uh, managed to sell all of them, each pair for $1,000. What you so, have to watch out for those is, you know, the, the barcode is only good for, for one time, and, and who knows if they're just selling the same barcode and whoever uses it first, that's the only one who's going to get in, and then, and then you're out all that money. Yeah, and you really do. Uh, there's so many different scams. Uh, as you said, the uh, the the, um, the repeated barcode on this, you know, the same barcode on a bunch of different tickets. Uh, the other one is the tickets are only good in one location, mm. uh, which usually tends to be some rural nowhere location. So, like, you can use it if you're going to, you know, Barangarang, Utah, or something like that. But sure. otherwise, you can't see, can't see a thing. Anyway, um, the bank on this thing is enormous already. So, Marvel and DC have t- started putting out some groundwork regular promotion that they haven't done for other movies but of course too now they're transitioning back into theatrical uh, this is this when this hits on december 17th it's going to be strictly theatrical um for an extended period of time and um so now they're going back to some of the more theatrical promotions but i think as, as our friend uh, from warner that i talk to all the time said uh she said what's going to happen is she goes it's the hybrid promotions that are going to work best you know, yeah, we're still going to do billboards and do different things for when it's in theaters. But we learned on internet promotion that you can do spend 10% of the money that you used to spend. Oh, sure. And and still get just as many eyeballs on it, just as much traction, just as much as everything you wanted, you got. It's like 10% of the money. And that frees us up for budgets for films and frees us up. That's a lot of money that suddenly comes back into the pot that we can do different things with. And, um, you know, and then... Uh, then brings us to Zack Snyder's Justice League and everything that's going on there because uh, we did catch a rumor from her. Uh, it's not official, and I cannot name anyone. Okay. Um, but uh, basically, now that Warner and Discover is going to 
they're taking over everything and they got rid of all the people, Hamada and all the rest of them that were in the running Warner films. Um, they, they just cleaned house and from the CEO down to, you know, the receptionist, basically they just took them all out. And so now that's all being done. And the people over at discover really want the Zack Snyder multiverse to start happening. So I, from what I'm hearing, talks are underway for a justice league two, uh, with an option on justice league three, the flash is going to be starting. It looks like it's going to be implementing Superman back into the movie. Cause they weren't going to do that. Oh, okay. Henry Cavill contract was going to be cut, but they got him back. And there's a rumor that they got, the. uh, cyborg in it too i don't know about that i've heard nothing to confirm it it's just the vaguest of rumors but it happens to be someone i trust saying so so take that for what you will because they've been wrong before but they they've never intentionally lied to me well bill um, we got to stop right there because we're out of time so mm-hmm. i want to send everybody check out worldnewscenter.org bill at bill mcsci at big wake up call and please subscribe to the all new big wake up call with ryan gatenby podcast we're everywhere, everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, Bill, thank you as always, and uh, we will chat next time. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.